right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Four Layer Takes. On today's episode, we will be reviewing The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, season one, episode four, The Whole World is Watching. It's your girl, Kim. It's me, Mimi. It's your girl, Mel. Uh, it's your boy, Marcus. Um, AKA, no, AKA this week. Just um, rest in power to uh, Dante Wright. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just can't even be- bring myself to listen to what happened. Then don't. It's okay. It's what? okay not to, but it's okay not to. I just see the picture of him and that cute little baby, and I'm that's a, that I'm done. Mm-hmm. But that's it's okay. But it's okay not to engage. You you if you recognize it, you honor that this has happened again, yet again, and that's okay because we getting um, weekly being traumatized is too much. So like right. we like I'm like it just it was just surprising to me. I'm like I literally just like damn again, and then I just had to turn off the TV and again. Go to Home Goods. And in Minnesota. And 10 miles away within 10 miles. I'm like, what is going on in Minnesota? Because wasn't, um, what was the other guy? George Floyd. No, not George Floyd. Oh, uh, he actually Castillo. Castillo. Yeah. No, the one that lived over the summer. The, um, that's it, Jacob Blake. Oh, Blake, yeah. Mm. With I don't know what's going on up there. You know what? I, and then today they said um, George George Floyd and Mr. Wright. What is it? Is it Desha- what's his first name? Dante. Dante. That one of their aunts was his teacher, so they're connected. I'm like, so so really, the police are trying to murder a whole community. Like when you when you put it like now, the connections are such that they know each other, like their families know each other, and they're communities know each other like so the police are really trying to murder entire communities of black people like i mean that's like how you ha- like how i how it clicked in my head like oh okay so y'all really trying to murder a whole a whole a whole community of black people and i have a taser i have held guns if you right. are a police if you are a police for of 26 years and you don't know the difference then you don't need to be police how sway how? You need to be. You need to be uh, at the house uh, at the clay at the clay making uh, pottery shop down the street. Like you need to be finding a whole whole another situation. So I think then it's the lies on top of the murder. I think that's that's where that's where it's getting me. And I'm like again, burn all of it down. Burn. Mm-hmm. You, don't burn your own neighborhoods. Burn they fucking neighborhoods down. Burn that fucking precinct down if you want to. Burn it all down. I mean, it, there is. She there, was training there, another cop. To, to, but but and, and that's another that's another narrative. You train another cop to do cop fuck shit and murder black people. Like so, you're like, okay, watch me murder this person so that now you know how to murder this person. That's how we, that's how the system is set up. That's what this that's what it's all about. Them training each other how to to be murderers. Are any of y'all are in, is anyone watching um, exterminate all the brutes on HBO? I I will watch that. I I meant to watch that over the um, my vacation, but I didn't get to a second to but. No, episode one, but somebody, uh, one of the headlines I read about it was it's amazing that this even got made and put on <laughs> HBO because they were like, <laughs> um, what is it? I don't know. I don't know this. It, it's really, 
this documentary slash uh, uh what do they call it a fix a fictional uh, uh a mockumentary no no it, it's when it's a documentary but they they cast actors and they have voiceovers but it's what a do they call it i forget it's no. an official it's an official there's a title for it yeah, yeah. And, and it's slipping my mind right now but it's that but it's mm-hmm. about the it's about the, the the history of the West that you were never taught, and mm-hmm. and that phrase "exterminate all the brutes" is ba- is um, someone actually said that, or it was in a book that that was that's a phrase or a statement that somebody made in in regards to basically the philosophy on how to conquer the world or conquer the rest of the world or brutality. I mean, um. Well, brutality, yes, but like globaliza- uh, globalization, co- colonialism, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, anyway, that that's where the title came from. Um, someone actually said that or wrote it back in whatever century it was. But yeah, just the the history that you aren't taught, and they really just pretty much go in on white <laughs> Europe, <laughs> go in on white Europe, and um, okay, and then they flip certain things like. It's just interesting. The the part that I did see, I'm just I just finished episode one, and it, they flipped certain stuff like, what if the Native Americans just slaughtered all the people that got off the boats, and then they showed what happened. What happened? I was like, eh, well, you know, <laughs> wasn't a bad idea. <laughs> Basically, that's what they should have done, uh, and everything would have been, or at least that part of it would have been fine. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I haven't heard. I've, I haven't heard of this. I haven't heard. So it's kind of like um, you think of the miseducation of the Negro in kind of yeah that, in that kind of in that's in that kind of vein. That's yeah. very interesting. Okay, I'll have to. Ch- am I going to be mad? Am I going to be black people mad? I don't, I don't think. Okay. So. Um, I mean, you might be mad at parts, but it, but at times, like I said, they they did flip it like, what if, what if you you okay. like, yeah, yeah, okay. I like okay. that visual you gave me. <laughs> so. uh, that seems it, great. Nah, but just rest in power to uh, say right and just oh, I, I don't know if you all. I guess you talked about the officer that um, killed him, Kim Corday. Did, did y'all read that resignation letter? No, I, I, I read it. I didn't even know sh- she did a resignation letter. Yeah, so she 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 resigned today. She wrote a whole letter. And in the, I mean, the letter is a whole bunch of bullshit. I mean, because like she's resigning, but she'll still get a pension, but but qualified immunity. But in in it, in it, she wrote the line like she enjoyed every moment of being a cop. And like, at my head, I thought like every moment, every moment you enjoy being a cop, even when you killed that man, and you had the nerve to write this shit days later after killing this man, some some, some shit like that. Like that was. That that was that was chilling to say the least. Mm. Yeah. And then like yeah. the last note, you mentioned Jacob Blake, the cop that killed Jacob Blake or shot him in the back. Returned to duty today. Return returned to duty last month. Yeah. <laughs> that happened. Yeah. I thought that happened in Wisconsin. It did. It was, I was, was they were right next to each other. I don't know. <laughs> but we can't keep up like i'm like right, either right. you have that or you have a school or a mall a mass shooting then you have a black person being killed by a cop then you have another mass shooting then you have like like literally it's 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 dumbfounding it's numbing it's the system is broken it needs to be torn apart 
I mean, this is the shithole country. Period. This is a shithole country. <laughs> system broken, Marcus? No, exactly. I think the system I mean, is I, working I, very it, well. Or it's, it's working the way it intended to. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like the system is working for the people who created the system, like the brute, you know, the people that wanted to get the brutes out or whatever. Right. Um, I had a I had a question. So I was thinking like my I have an uncle who he and I aren't he's we're like mm, 20, 25 years apart. And he was telling me like about living. And I think I told you guys this before, like living in his neighborhood in South Dallas, Oak Cliff, he had not seen a white person that wasn't like on TV, like on TV, white person, like <laughs> in life. And so he was in his, he was a teenager because in that community, it was that black teachers, black doctors, black, you know, church, like everyone was black in his community, you know, successful. The people that didn't have money, they the neighborhood came together to make sure they were taken care of. It was it was a contained system of black people helping black people to, to be to be successful and to they all own their own homes. They all, you know, had jobs. Many of them were educated. And this was, of course, you know, you talk about the segregation, the system of segregation, if it's good or bad. And I was like, my question is like, how, what would happen if we just all decided to like the people that are building the farm in Georgia, just say, you know what, we're done. We're not paying. We're going to be like the Quakers in the church. We're not paying you any more taxes to kill us and to not give money to the schools and the children and the people that need it, but to the cops. And that we, I mean, majority of our money, you know, tax dollars in cities, a lot of it goes to paying off the debt from being sued because cops murder and abuse people. So like, how do you guys feel around that idea of saying, fuck it, you know what guys, let's just go do our own thing. Let's just become Quakers and we're going to be on our own black society. And we now can be black or black and brown, whatever, what have you. But now taking, taking ourselves out of this and, putting ourselves in a safer space. And we know in the past that white people do come in like we like we've reviewed and try to murder people, murder black people and kill sexual black people. But do you think that's a, that me having that idea is a negative or a positive? I, 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 well, I was going to. Yeah, I was going to say that um, I think that a lot of us historically have had that idea. But every single time, like you said, um, <laughs> They find a way to come in and destroy that community some kind of way. Like they they put an interstate through it or they just literally destroy it. Like Black Wall Street or like uh, Central Park in New York that was a black community at one point. Um, And so it's just, would they do that again in 2021? If we started it up again, I don't know. It depends on probably the leadership. They they may find a way like eminent domain. Oh, we we need to take this area for whatever. I mean, I don't know. No, I mean you you. I mean, kind of the same thing. Like South Africans still have the same problems, even though they abolish apartheid because it's so ingrained into the system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, again, I, I I mean, I might sound simple for saying this. I don't think segregation wasn't a bad idea to me. It was just. I poor, I'll say poorly executed. It could have been done better. <laughs> but it, it, was, it, was only, it, was only, it was only done poorly because, like you say, white people are just going to white people. It, it wasn't executed. I think that was the issue is that <laughs> they were fighting for no, had, equality. Had, had, they just, had they just left black people, had they just left us alone and allowed us to exist uninterrupted away from them, we would, I, I feel like, I mean, we would have been fine to a certain extent. 
I just don't know if they do it to other communities. They do. They and I don't. Do. I don't have the history to know. So, like, when you go visit places and you're in Chinatown or Koreatown or like, I don't know. You know, those communities seem to thrive, or the Greek community here, or the Jewish community. Like, I don't know, like how other communities. I believe you know, their history or like how it seems like they haven't been as destroyed as black there, communities. I don't know. Um, there are there's definitely more of an exercise towards black communities and brown mm-hmm. communities and Native mm-hmm. American communities, actually, historically. But I think that um, there is a thing of proximity to white that allows certain other communities to just exist in peace because of their proximity to whiteness. Mm -hmm. And also, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I was reading something a long time ago that made the excellent point that in many, now during, you know, there, there were, there's been different periods of time. We're kind of living in one now where they Mm -hmm. would, go in, harass, and fuck with Asian people. Yes, being, yes. Being from China. You had the internment yeah, camps in Washington, they, and, Washington they, they, and World War II and all that. But yeah, at the same time, yeah. um, what I was trying to say that something I read a while back, they were like, to an extent, they, they don't really fuck with Chinese people to a heavy, heavy degree as they would black or brown just because the ties to China itself (laughs) and like black and brown people really don't have a tie to a strong ass powerful other country (laughs) and Chinese people do um yeah so yeah Yeah. that hasn't you know kept them immune from all things but to a certain extent right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean but China's also doing the same thing with them to Muslims Muslims yeah they got Muslim internment camps so yeah yeah. Well, I was just I was just thinking, I mean, because I think like the Quakers and the the um, the Mennonites and these different communities that thrive in their communities away from, you know, mainstream America who are exempt from being drafted, exempt from taxes, like exempt in a way that I feel like I wonder, is it possible for us to do that? Because I feel like you know, to, for us to be kind of where we would want to go, that, that it would be our dollar. You know, we have the spending power in the United States of America. We just don't, we don't know how to stop using it in it to advance white, Mm -hmm. white supremacy. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was, I'm just, and it just kind of made me think like, okay, so if, if we did, you know, if we did stop, you know, and pull our money out of the system, if we did stop, you know, uh, uh, and paying taxes and doing in the light, because I'm like, we literally pay for cops to shoot up. Like we, uh, the fact that this woman that just killed a man in cold blood is going to have a pension is utterly ridiculous. And I'm sure that his family is going to sue that city, the city meaning the people, the citizens, for millions upon millions of dollars. They're going to win in a civil suit, of course. When they should um, be allowed to sue her for her pension. I, I think so. Yeah, of course. I don't think she should. I mean, I th- I, she should. She should be in jail. I mean, at, at the end of the day, like she should, she should be in, in prison. Um, so yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day. Like, wow, like could we just go and do this? Like, I think then you see the the then I think of like Haiti and where Haiti is now and where the idea of of Haiti started. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking through it. Like, can we just? 
can we just all, like, I don't I don't know how to I know how to farm a little bit I know how to like pick peas and like plant things <laughs> Um, I don't know how to like build a house for I'm, I'm just trying to think of surviving on the pee, male pee. I'm like, oh shit, we are dead. Guys, we will be so, we will be dead in a moment. We're going like, to starve to death. Like, anybody see male? I'm like, is there not a Chick-fil-A out here in the, in the, in the wilderness? Is there no Chick-fil-A? Can I get Starbucks? I cannot I get a say, Mel, I think that's my issue. And I realize this. I love black people, but mm-hmm. I walked into a Juicy Crab like a week ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I might love black people, but I'm classist. Okay. <laughs> definitely have some class mm-hmm. issues happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, man, I don't. I mean, uh, no, man. I would say the the this trick that the white man played on us is truly the greatest trick pulled on the, in the history of civilization, and we we play into it knowingly and knowingly every day. Yeah. So Juicy Crab is owned by Asian people. I don't know what country, but I <laughs> know Asian, mm-hmm. and it's filled to the brim during the pandemic mm. with black people okay, dressed like they just rolled out of bed. <laughs> like, these lashes, these nails, these leggings that's dirty with the holes in them. Like, I was like, wh- I'm sorry, where am I? What is happening? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, this is, this is a whole nother conversation. I, I can't even oh, I'm sorry. Get I just want to I just had to bring it up. I've been been thinking about it. It's been on my heart, but I don't know how to farm. So I was just wondering if other people want their thoughts. You know, and I saw, I think, and it sparked from a Gordon, you know, the Gordon Parks um, photo series. And it was like whites only, you know, colors only, whites only water fountain. And I was like, you know, during this pandemic, I I feel like I don't want to drink from a Trump supporter's water fountain. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I feel like I'd be okay to drink from a colors water fountain. You know what I'm saying? Like, from a safety perspective, you know, maybe not that's would have walked into that juicy crab like I did. <laughs> not walking into a juicy crab. Yeah. So, okay, we can keep, we'll have the conversation again one day. But I was just thinking about it, just thinking about the 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 uh black condition. Um and Winston will be playing um Marcus Garvey. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, Mar- yeah. Marcus Garvey was trying to get everybody on that. Let's go back to Africa train. A long yeah. time ago, and everybody was like, "Man, you tripping? Have you, you tasted the food over here?" <laughs> you and then our friend Sarah, you know, our good friend Sarah down in the Bayou, you know, had a lot of she had a lot of nug. She dropped a, 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 in a tiny little part of the scene. She dropped a lot of knowledge, and that's, it's something that was like, hmm, I mean, there were there, there were two times while I was watching this, I was like, "Preach." Yeah, so and I was like, "Oh, man, I'm watching." The world was watching because we know yeah. how it ended. Clearly, the world was watching Captain yeah. America mm-hmm. um, murder mm-hmm. someone. Right. Yeah, spoiler alert! If you in you spoiler, you watching now. You well, listen. if you listening to this podcast, you ready to be spoiled oh, anyway. Spoiler. So, spoils. Yeah. Um, probably nothing's going to happen to Captain America. Same way, nothing's happened to these other. If all right. I totally agree, I totally agree. Yeah. Okay. Let's get. Let's. You want to get into if, it? If yeah. Uh, well, I say if bad police are the minority, why does the entire police system of this country maneuver to protect bad police? And I think. I think. Goes, and I think it goes back to what Kim said. It's just intended to work the way it was always meant to work. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't think, and I don't think I don't. Tr- I know 
I know police, but I don't believe that bad police are the minority of police. I don't. I believe they might be the majority of police. I don't think they're the minority. I'm sorry. Like, and, and this is me talking from people who have my family are police and, and friends that are police. So I don't I don't believe that bad police are the minority. In I'm, any just, way, form. I'm just going to say, and this is what I was going to say when I was like, we're getting completely off topic. And this goes to police and this goes to going in the juicy crab, looking like you just rolled out of bed. This goes to um, ex- radical, extreme Muslim terrorists. Terrorists, this goes to everything. Something can can happen and be persistent in a community for long enough that it becomes a part of the culture, mm-hmm. whatever that is. So police, you want to roll up with the juicy crab with your bunnet on and your <laughs> and your flip and your house shoes on. It just becomes a part of the culture because something in it was prevalent or mindset is prevalent and persistent for so long and whatever that is. So I need, anyway. I need, I need us to be as black as black women to be delivered from these long eyelashes. I don't understand. <laughs> these eyelashes that are on, like I'm telling you, I so wanted to have like an entire mentoring session. I about your eyelashes. You get them, but you got to keep them clean. You can't have that gook. You can't keep applying glue to it. Like you're gonna end up with an eye infection. Yes. And yes. 100%. I just was like, I, I, when can I get out of this juicy crab? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have no more juicy crab. Can we? Does they? If they deliver, I would just I will go get the juicy crab for right. you and bring it to your house. Yeah, I, Y'all, we ain't gonna never get juicy crab to sponsor us yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, let's get into this. Very um, uh, controversial um, episode. A lot of the podcasts this week were, um, since last Friday, were just like, they Disney really went there. People were, I was surprised that they went there, to be totally honest with you. I was, yeah. like, oh, I was like, so y'all really are leading kind of into this John Wick world. Like, y'all don't give a fuck. I was like, okay, I like it. <laughs> it was very, I hated last week's episode and I absolutely love this week's I episode. I love this week's episode because y'all know I ain't know what the hell was going on. I was almost about to check out last week. Y'all was about to be like, look. <laughs> Y'all gonna, finish, going y'all gonna finish the Falcon and uh, <laughs> Falcon Crest together, like without me. So, <laughs> okay, so we are getting into episode four. The whole world is watching. Um, so we kind of open up the episode with the uh, with Ayo, and she is the leader of the Dora, one of the leaders in the Dora Milaje. And she's helping Bucky um, in Wakanda kind of start to overcome or in his overcoming of uh, the trigger words that make him Winter Soldier. So we know that he was brainwashed. And if you say the trigger words and he goes into crazy Winter Soldier, murder, kill, murder, death, kill mode. So she's they've been helping to re um, kind of rewire his brain and uh, kid him out of that brainwashing. So you see, it was a really good scene. I was like, Sebastian Stan was really acting. I, I didn't know he could act that well. So I was like, OK, then. I just I like want to it. say it's ridiculous how excited I get when I hear those little drums for Wakanda. I can I can be oh. in a whole other room and I hear that. I'm like, oh, Wakanda, <laughs> Wakanda. And I just run. I got so excited. <laughs> we need Wakanda so bad. It's just, we need we do. It was like, it's coming. Right. I felt last week when that's all. I was like, yeah. Solace, <laughs> refuge. I love this episode. This was the only scene that pissed me off because my thinking was, they gave this man freedom, literally saved his life, like freedom. And this man goes and frees the man that killed their king. I was, 
that that that's, that just lost me. I was that I was like, it just made out. I, I was I didn't I I do not like I don't like the Winter Soldier. Okay, we don't um, like you don't like the Winter. You don't you don't like Big Picture. You don't like Winter Soldier. Clearly. No, poor Winter Soldier. He can't. That man can't never win. To be totally honest with you. Um, <laughs> so we see that he is um, kind of you know overcoming. Then we cut through, cut back to present day, um, where they were in Lithuania, and he's you know walking down the street, and uh, you know we saw that he picked up the little the little balls that led him to Io, and she was like, uh, "You have eight hours to bring me Zemo, and if if and eight hours, um, it's a wrap. You better get all the information. You better find the, whoever you need to find. You better get." you know, collect, connect the dots, whatever you need to do, you better do this in eight hours. Cause bitch, we coming after him. And she really was not playing. Cause guys in eight hours, they come <laughs> right. <through>. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be like four hours. I was like, was it eight hours? Shit, I feel like she's doing like 10. 10 minutes. Uh, so then we see, uh, we hear kind of on the news that now it has been confirmed that three people have died. The GRC, we know that last episode, Carly bombed uh, the GRC. Uh, they had like a warehouse and that three people have died. So now like the, the Flag Smashers are officially like a terrorist organization. It's as the how the world sees them. Um, then Zemo, we cut to kind of Zemo talking and I feel like Zemo be having some deep ass conversations with people <laughs> like I'd be like, dude, I know you've been in that jail for a little while, being in that glass cell, but you have really, you have really, really been thinking, um, uh, this guy. He's a master yeah. manipulator. So he's a master manipulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaslighter. Yeah, now he's number one gaslighter. Um, and Zemo basically sees Carly as he says as a supremacist. He says anyone who becomes superhuman will become a supremacist. Uh, he says, with the exception of Steve Rogers, basically. So he was like, that's the only person that, that has ever taken the super the super soldier serum and not turned into that bad thing. It didn't pull out what was bad about him. It enhanced what was good about about him and, and his person. So um, so then they're kind of having this conversation, and, and it does make a lot of sense because we have to understand that. Zemo sees superhumans and and people that call themselves, you know, heroes as they're not they're not really heroes all the time. They could be bad guys. And we know that his country was devastated by the Avengers. So that's how he sees it. But I thought it was really interesting that he used the word supremacist when talking about the people that took the serum. I was like, damn, I ain't thinking about you. You are connecting the dots, buddy. And I think you're doing a great job. I, would, I mean, I would go to one of his classes if he thought a class. I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to go to Z- Dr. Zemo class. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that thir- it's on Thursdays at three. I'm going to be like, you been watching Exterminate the Bruce too? Because I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you hitting on some points, bro. <laughs> it's like, I'm sure that's on the syllabus that is on the syllabus. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we see Zemo is the only one that has common sense enough. Like you said, the, the master manipulator. He got, a, and guys, if you have children, teach them not to take candy from strange people. <laughs> and then Varys, Varys, what was his name? Varys. Varys. And the they're little, little birds. birds. <laughs> little birds. So right. Zemo has, so Sam, here goes Sam, like I said, Sam and Bucket, they are terrible spies because they walking through, y'all know uh, Danya, how, who, da, where Danya at? I'm like, y'all not even doing this right. Come to Melanie Spy School and I help y'all out. All so, I can do is walk around frowning. That's all Anthony Mackie do, just he frowning. He look confused every episode. <laughs> He's looking like Carson Tucker. Tucker Carson. I said the same backwards. Every episode, he'd be like, "What? Are we? Are we in Latapio? Like we? We're right. 
anyway. So Zemo, so they don't, they're trying to find out where Donya is and figure out what's going on. Because that's how they know that Donya will lead them to um, Carly. So Zemo, being the smart person he is, manipulated that he is, he basically has a pocket full of candy. And there's some kids outside of where we saw her pass away. We find out it's a refugee center. So he offers the candy to little kids and kind of is like, oh, you know, my, this, my, this is, you know, my son's favorite candy. And I know Donia, she's an old friend of mine. You know where she is? And so a little girl takes the candy. She says, oh yeah, you know, I know where her funeral is. So that's how he starts to get the information. But I was like, he the only one on the team that got common sense, got a game plan. Shit. All right. So uh, we know that again, that the, the flag smashers, their whole, their whole thing is when the people were during the blip that the whole world came together, you know, it, that's where we don't have the borders because everybody had to rely on everybody else that was left behind. And as soon as the people came back, you know, five years later, we find that everything goes back to normal. So um, people that, you know, were homeless or maybe didn't have house or didn't have anything because p- so many places were abandoned, they were able to take over certain, you know, people's homes or, you know, different uh, facilities. And then when they came back, I'm like, oh, they're back. Hi, I'm, I'm male. I'm back. I need my right. house back. Just <laughs> right. Get out, you know, bye. Right. Here's a border. Go across it. <laughs> get out of here. Get your, <laughs> get your ass out of my house. Right. So um, we know that that's the premise of the flag smash and what, you know, kind of where, uh, where they're coming from. And so then we see that Sam is like, you know, well, let me, let me come up with some kind of game plan. So he calls his, you know, his good Judy, Sharon, and we know Sharon know all the all the moving pieces. She walking through the Crog Tunnel here in Atlanta, but she over there in Lithuania too, somewhere or wherever she is. And um, she was he was basically like, I need to know where John Walker is. Can you help us? Your girl was like, I mean, I got some satellites I can tap into. I'm like, you do. Who do you work, bitch? I know who do you work for. That's so I'm like, this she got to be the power broker because she just tapping into people's satellites. That's not normal. I think she is. I think she's a power broker. I do too. I do too. Um, in this uh, same conversation, Sharon tells Sam, she was like, you know what? The power broker is pissed off. He's going ape shit because Dr. Nagel got killed. And I, and I put in my notes, how would she know that? I'm like, is the power broker doing commercials or something? Is he like, <laughs> I'm like, again, the high table is not a part of this world, guys. This is not John Wick. There is, there is no continental hotel that people are staying at to get all the information. <laughs> um, and then it seems like to me, Sharon is very like overly concerned with, with finding Carly. And I'm like, really, what is your motivation? If you're not the power broker in finding Carly, because you don't have no, you have no dice in this game as far as Carly Morgenthau is you know, um, concern to me. I don't see how she has anything to do with it. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> and just a side note, um, Disney, they need to give your bad guys or your potential bad guys worse names than Carly because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not very intimidating. I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's not intimidating to me. I don't know. And, and P.S., everybody that is on this Flag Smashers are so hot and beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're gorgeous. I'm like, where is the application for this Flag Smashers? <laughs> I, I want to be a squatter, too. Listen, I'm like, is it, you guys have a, like a Twitter account? I do. Right. Can I get an application? Come on. So in the next scene, we see Carly uh, goes to a graveyard with her second in command. Um, we don't really find out his name, but uh, again, he's absolutely beautiful and they go to where she's hidden the you know she has 20 vials of this the, the serum so they've hid it down there and they're kind of taking it out 
so she can take it with her. And the young man tells her, you know, I he that he actually uh, was a fan of Steve Rogers. He believed in him and that his grandfather fought in the resistance um, during World War Two. So we see that not everybody, you know, had negative thoughts about Captain America. Most people loved him because they believed in Steve. It was really more Steve Rogers than it was the Captain America shield in my in my uh, view, because that's kind of what it kind of keeps boiling down to when people talk about Steve Rogers versus, you know, kind of think about the new Captain America. Right. <clears throat> um, and then the young guy says, you know, I, he says, Carly, you're really the new Captain America. You know, you are someone who believes in fighting for what's right. And I was like, girl, get that shield and go and keep it moving. But <laughs> stop killing people. Um, then Carly, you know, and this is something that's interesting. Carly, like Sam, believes that the shield should be destroyed. And I was like, you know what? I I'm really getting on board with destroying this or sending the shield back to Wakanda. They can maybe maybe melt it down and make like other tiny shields. I don't know. I don't know what to make, make it out of. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. But I, I like but I like even that early in the show. You are constantly seeing connections between Black Americans and the Flag Smashers and the feeling of being um, uh, wrongly done by the people in, in charge, the system in place so i like that i like that that connection was made really early I mean, it's just mm-hmm. diaspora. it's being displaced yes and i think like that's the common thread between all of it yeah mm-hmm. no and, and i was like i appreciate like marvel kind of tackling this concept because like i think in any other movie or show or series like half the people died and they fight to get half the people back like that would be the end of it. But like Marvel's really like trying to like explain and digest and show how like these people coming back would be an issue and how that would affect society. Yeah, I I just feel like I just need, can somebody give me an in-between shot of five (laughs) years or something? Cause I'm like, even with this was with WandaVision, I'm like, I mean, I guess it would be really terrible. I'm just, I need some in-between, like I need, I feel like I'm missing that. You, you um, need and to see video of the, of the people taking yeah. over the jobs that the other people <laughs> moving into new houses. Like I'm, the, I mean, I'm gonna move into one of these big, big ass houses over here in my own neighborhood. I'm like, we packing all this shit like, up. Like, you, like need to, you need to see the scene of the CEO going. Now, Bob, you normally wouldn't be in this role. <laughs> <laughs> But we know but, I was on that pill, but that but, was gonna get promoted. But Benjamin did get snapped. So we moving you on up. <laughs> I think I would just be more irritated. I'm like, so I don't have internet and my AT&T. Like, you know, I, I think like the big, like the big things, you know, hopefully my family and my friends won't be blipped, but I'll also think about like, just the way we, normal things that we have are gonna get interrupted. But I'm just like, I need just a quick snap snippet of the in-between times. Cause it looks like quarantine this last year. That's what it looked mm-hmm. like. You have experienced it. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. Someone was saying, though, that um, one of the podcasts I watch was talking about Superman Homecoming. Because Superman... So One Division is like a month after the blip, blip. This is six months. And I think... Oh, you mean Spider-Man Homecoming? Spider-Man, yes. Okay. Spider-Man, whole nother universe. <laughs> Spider-Man um, Homecoming is... Uh-huh. The- when they blip back, they it shows that they blipped into their home, but somebody else was living there, and they were like, "Well, they just found someone else somewhere else to live. They just yeah. moved to another place." So I was like, "I don't understand what they were saying. Like, they don't understand exactly how Marvel is playing this out to be okay. like what happened when people returned because it seems like 
some people just found new places to go. Mm-hmm. What like they took over where they were previously. Yeah. What would y'all do? What would y'all do if you like got flipped and you went back home and was like, oh, there's somebody living in my house. I'm like, I, I would be, I would be in jail because I'd be shooting no. at people. If you don't get the fuck <laughs> no, no. out of my house, <laughs> go down to a juicy crab, live there. <laughs> <laughs> Just just pay me the price of my house. It was that it, it just pay me the price that my house was before I got snapped. Uh, no, I'll pay me the value, the, the, yeah, pay, pay appreci- the, the appreciated exactly, value. Exactly. Or what happened? Because for some reason, I and I don't know a whole lot about the uh, Palestine and Israel, but it seems like a very similar issue. Like <laughs> Palestine took over this land. It was like, no, we back. This hours and Palestine is like, no, it ain't. It's ours. And and now, you know. And they fighting. And they, they fighting. And so they've been fighting. That's why I said I would be shooting. It would be a lot of um uh purges. It would be it would have been a whole bunch of damn purges. It would have been a lot of people in these streets fighting over this was my shit. And yeah. then and then Native Americans would be somewhere sitting back like Michael Jackson eating the popcorn, like, mm. Really? Mm-hmm. Like Zemo. He's like, Zemo like Zemo's <laughs> sipping that tea. Right. You see how it feels to have somebody yeah. come in and be like, we discovered your house. What? Yeah. We discovered your house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> your house is great. We just, we, we put our, we planted our flag here. Right. <laughs> right. You got pictures of your relatives and your grandma. <laughs> Take that bitch off my walls immediately. Okay. <laughs> These are my walls. Well, you you know, and I'm happy you did uh, uh, say that about Palestine and Israel because I'm like, we think about it, the re, the was the GRC is kind of like exactly what happened. Like the governments of the world came together and said, "Hey, Muslims, we're going to give this land to the, to the Jews." Like, so okay, yeah, okay. I didn't even think about it that way. Real mm-hmm. talk. That's what's up. Um, so we see that our crew is now walking to the funeral for Donya um, after Zima found out where it was that little girl. And then I said, here come Captain America 2.0. They laid the dollar short ass. I'm just like, oh, I know you're supposed to be in this show, but can you go somewhere else? He just makes me so irritated. They just progressively made it worse. Every, <laughs> every time. So douchey about his beard. I think you were right, Mel. Like he needs the facial hair. Yeah. Still has the douche face though, but the hair helps. Mm-hmm. But every time he came on the screen, I was just like, here you go. <laughs> messing shit up stirring the pot so he walked you know so he they him and his best black, black friend lamar are there and uh basically sam is like oh here you go idiot he was like i need to talk to carly by myself he was like <clears throat> excuse me i feel like i can get you know kind of get to her you know we know that sam um used to counsel soldiers um and, and veterans so i'm like he has the skill set let him work his own skills so uh then here go y'all this scene had me when i tell you screaming when lamar they looked over and cut at lamar and he was looking like looking really sexy he was like i think we should let sam talk to carly and i was like are you trying to make love to these people it was y'all it was so crazy <laughs> wait I didn't notice that at all, Mel. No, I <laughs> swear to God, I, I didn't notice that at all. I did not notice the sexy look. I noticed y'all odd face, but not the sexy. Oh, he, like, he looked over with like bedroom eyes. I was like, Lamar, you need to bring it out three notches. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot going on. 
So we see that they go to uh, Mama Donya's funeral and Carly's talking to them and telling she it was what we you know thought last episode. Uh, Donya took them in and helped them and kind of protected them as children. So this is a woman who brought a community, a community together. So, you know, a lot of people came out to her funeral to say goodbye. Then we see that um, Carly kind of peeps that Sam is up in the balcony. So they go and meet and they kind of talk to each other. And I just, you know, Sam and Carly really are saying the same thing in different ways. And they believe in the same thing, but just believe in different ways to get it. And uh, Sam is really, really talking to Carly like, you know, he's he's almost bringing her down um, to his level and saying like this. We just, I just need you to calm down because if you, you, I know what you want to do. I know what you're talking about, but you can't do it in this way. If what you're doing um, is right, then you wouldn't be murdering people. You wouldn't be hurting people. So that, that you know, she kind of like, kind of thinks, you know, she start, you can see like the wheels are turning in her head and she's opening herself up to maybe thinking in a different way. And I feel like when you talk about um, supremacy or extremism, um, nationalism, all the, a lot of the isms, people don't have a middle ground. They don't have a gray area. They are right or wrong, black or white, this or that, where she's so set, set in her way, she's not even willing to open up to thinking like, hey, maybe me killing those, murdering those three people that were just there working as for, the, for this organization wasn't right. This is what I have to do right now to get this done. And I was like, Sam made a lot of sense. But then I also, again, I'm going to put in my application for the Flag Smashers. I might be on, on like Team C or something, but our, our support staff. But I'm like, I get what she's saying because people, especially large com- countries and large organizations, don't pay attention until something has really happened. So I kind of got like 9 11 there. I like 9 11. Yeah, yeah. If you, believe people, that, if, if you believe that 9-11 oh, oh, okay. was not a conspiracy. Well, okay. even, even if you don't, it still drew people's attention to, oh, well, what is happening in Afghanistan? <laughs> like, because yes. before yes. then, I don't think anybody was giving a fuck. No, no. Uh, so we see, you know, that Sam and Carly are really trying. They're really having this conversation. It was actually a good conversation um, uh, when I played it back the second time. I really enjoyed it. Then, then again, here come 2.0 and his best back friend, Lamar, uh, coming into the room, messing things up, acting crazy. And so they start to mm-hmm. fight. Um, and then uh, Carly ends up fleeing. Like she runs away because they start, they starting up some foolishness. Um, then um, as we see that Carly runs off, she goes to get the vials. Cause we, and I'm like, girl, why didn't you just leave them at the grave until you was ready to make a move? So um, as she goes to collect the vials that she has, Zemo uh, pops up. And I'm just like, how do he always know where people going to be at? I don't understand. Zemo mm-hmm. comes in. He there was for real. I'm telling <laughs> you. Um, uh, Zemo shoots. She ends up shooting Carly and kind of uh, she goes down. Then he sees the, the vials kind of like shoot out over the floor and he literally just starts stomping them because we know how, how he hates the uh, super soldiers. He's like stomping all of them and he leaves one vial that uh, had like rolled behind some water and then we see a little bit later that John Walker comes in, Captain America 2.0 Smash Face comes in and takes that and takes that vial. Uh, so then we see that the Flag Smashers actually get away because you had an it, and I like what I like about these fight scenes in this in this um, episode was like 
you don't you see the bad guys fighting the bad guys fighting the good guys fighting the good guys like they were all fighting each other and i was like hold on who are we supposed to be fighting <laughs> i was like <laughs> what's up are we on everybody just fight everybody yeah. so it, was, it was really crazy um so this the carly kind of meets with her friends um the other two beautiful guys that the, the most beautiful man in the world we saw last episode and then the new, new beautiful man in the world we saw this episode and while she's talking to them, she gets a text on the phone from the from the uh, power broker. And I'm just going to call I'm just going to use their pronouns as he, she or them, they. And they're like, you better give us back our serum. We're going to fuck you up. Like, we're about to get you like you better give our stuff back. And I'm like, <laughs> and that's exactly what the text is. <laughs> you better give us back our shit. We're going to fuck you up. And but but my here again is my question. This again leads me to Sharon because I was like, so the power broker got y'all cell phone number, right? And I'm sure that you probably turned off find a friend or find a cell phone or like dropped a pin or something. But th- you cannot tell me that if you're the power broker, you can't track that cell phone in some which way. So this I'm like, Sharon got all the satellite hookups. She walked in the Croc tunnel. She probably know it's them. I'm just like, it's too late. Going back to Sharon. Everything's full circle back to Sharon. <laughs> Sorry, I believe it. So uh, we kind of see them talking, and now that they they're like, "Oh gosh, now the power broker, we don't, we don't, the vi- now the vials are gone." So she ain't got shit to get a power broker, no way. So moving on with that. Uh, the next scene, which is hashtag my favorite scene, um, is they're back at the apartment, uh, our crew, and Sam and Zemo are having another conversation, and Sam tells uh, Zemo, "Face like, would you take the serum if it was offered to you?" Like, or he says. Were you ever offered it? Sam was like, no, I was never offered it. He was like, well, would you take it if you were offered it? And Sam was like, hell, no, I wouldn't take it. Would you guys take the serum? Hell yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> That's why I was like, Zemo over here tripping. <laughs> they, it's, it's Sam and Zemo, y'all on the wrong page. Let me tell y'all, let me, y'all remember when we were doing Lovecraft Country and I said, I take that potion to be the white lady. I was going to do a lot of fuck shit. If right. I get that serum, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I'm going to be the worst. Supremacist, <laughs> I'm fucking shit up from beginning to end. I'm a fly all over the world, beat people up. I'm taking the serum. I'm taking the serum and going straight to Mar-a-Lago and being like, "Where that bitch at? Where that bitch at?" Oh, I'm taking man. that shit. I'm taking that shit for show, for show. Uh, especially yeah. this new badge, this this Doctor Nagel badge. I'm taking this shit out ASAP. <laughs> Even if I, I mean, I don't know, Zemo was tripping. Even if I ain't take it, I would have killed him, like, uh, for, for real. For ransom or to sell him. I'd have put it in my bra strap. Them joints, them joints gotta be worth like 10 billion a piece. He over here yeah. tripping. Nah, that shit like that Johnson Johnson vaccine. I don't know. I can't fuck with it. Yes, I'm. I don't know, because you don't know what your power would be. That's all right. You know you're gonna have some powers. You know you're gonna have some good old powers. It's, a, it's almost exactly like uh that, that Netflix movie. Well, like that Netflix movie with um Power Powerless or something like that. Power Pro- Project oh, Power yeah. with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, that was good. Though. That was good. That was yeah, good. you didn't know what your power was gonna be, so but I would not want to blow up, but I would like all other powers. <laughs> Give me some power. Oh, like Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> He was gone. He, he like, took oh, too God. many. He took too many of them pills. He like took by four of them. I'm like, bro, one one sets you on fire. I wouldn't take four. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, two of us would take it. Marcus, can would y'all take it? I'm, I'm like I say, it's like that Johnson Johnson. I don't know if I can. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> 
seven is that it's six and seven million. Like it's six and seven million. Oh, yeah. I'm still no. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Kim, you gonna go with us and do some fuck shit? What you gonna do? I, I got control issues. I need to know what my power is gonna be. <laughs> Lord, see, um, see, see this man took it, and you see how what his what the power did to him. Innately was uh, is a bad person. Well, he yeah. is, you know, he yeah. has insecurities, right? I don't yeah. know what my insecurities are because I don't push them down so far. You know, I don't know <laughs> exactly. But, okay, okay. What if, we, what if? What if we get you that count the therapist, the mean therapist that's going to help you walk through your insecurities, and then you can take it? Nah, okay, I, then then I'm with it. No, see, y'all, y'all got to take Zemo four thousand, man. Y'all y'all see, no, you got to take the higher level bear Zemo's classes. I'm gonna tell nah. you right now, y'all y'all bet y'all better hope I don't get none of this shit because it's gonna be on and popping. I'm gonna be like, look, I watched exterminate all the brutes. I'm trying to get all the power I can have, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna topple me, goddamn The monarchy has taught us well. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, Zemo is ta- they're still having this conversation. I, I made a note of it because Zemo was basically like, "You need to let go or the holdout that you have for Carly." Like we know that Sam does believe that he can get to Carly, and Zemo's like, "Dude, she's too far gone. Her and the Flag Smashers, they too far gone. Let them go." Um, he says uh, they can't be a they. Um, uh, they can't be allowed in her. She and her crew can't be allowed to become gods among regular people or among real people. And then he says, super soldiers can't be allowed to exist. Then Sam's tells Zemo that's, you know, it sounds like you're talking like God, like that's God talk. Um, and then he says, well, what about Bucky? Because we know Bucky is a super soldier. And then um, he, you know, he really didn't have to say anything because he didn't. I, I'm like, I think that Zemo in a way, thinks that he could hold out to control Bucky, but I think that Zemo would prefer Bucky be dead. Yes. Yes. Man, that's messed up. That's man, that's messed up. But that was a good conversation. I like I like the I like the conversations that really have you kind of thinking through what we think of as good people versus bad people. You know, if do we should gods walk among us? Should people have superpowers? Um, and this really made me think of the like the Incredibles. Like I always kind of not even the Avengers. I just think about the Incredibles and like you know how they kind of had to go and hide in ship as well. Another Disney plug. Um, so uh, then Bucky enters the space and or the apartment. He was like, he was like, did y'all see that fool, uh, John Walker? He looked crazy. He was like, that dude is bonkers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was like, he was like, he doesn't, he shouldn't have the shield. And then Sam was like, he shouldn't. And it, then Bucky was like, well, I didn't give it to him. You're basically like, you did. I didn't give it to him. You did. I was like, bring it down a notch because. You guys are doing too much. Um, so we now we know that they are still are, you know, Sam is still feeling regretful of giving up the shield. But he didn't, he wouldn't have known that it was going to go to somebody new necessarily. So that's kind of messed up. Then we have <laughs> the warrior women of Wakanda have entered the Zoom chat. Yes. And they said, they said, listen, they said, we gave y'all eight hours. And then they said eight hours on a dot. We ain't going eight hours in one minute, eight hours and 50 seconds, eight hours on to on this day right. today. We own Wakanda time, which is completely yes. different from color people time. <laughs> no, 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 fix no, no, your watch, no. fix right. your watch accordingly. Right. No, for, for first, you got to mention how John Walker, Captain America, bust up in there trying to regulate. 
Right. Oh yeah. Yes. So yeah. basically, the the dorm the uh, dormilage come come in. They you know they're coming to get Zemo. They've given them time to get what they needed, but they you know don't. Uh, they still you know need more time or whatever. So they are basically fighting. Um, well, wait, wait, wait. Well, they threw that spear. Well, when <laughs> yeah. John, so they're actually, they're there, they're ready to get them. And, you know, our team knows who these warrior women are. Right. <laughs> Everybody in the room knows, like, there is no, we don't have the skill set that these women have. Like, we're soldiers. We were, we were trained to fight with guns. These women are tra- trained warriors, meaning they are trained hand-to-hand combat without assault rough rifles and bombs. They will murder death, kill you, and then go have a baby, like, five minutes later. Then, <laughs> Not a baby. They'll be breastfeeding, and then, like, murder you with a spear. <laughs> And then, the, um, and then the baby murder you. I mean, you then just the baby's gonna murder around. you. Then the baby's gonna murder you. <laughs> so uh, John Walker walks in. He's like, you know, he's ready to regulate. He gonna he gonna uh, arrest Zemo. And they turned around and looked at him like he was like, hey, I'm John. I'm ca- the new ca- Captain America. Y'all, the lady, the way that lady looked at him. When I tell you, I screamed. <laughs> like, what is that, that supposed to mean? Her whole thing. That's like, I was me. When this man said, "You do not have jurisdiction here." Did you yes, right. An American telling Africans he doesn't have yeah. jurisdiction in a in a in a European country whatsoever. Listen, my 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 husband said your ass ain't got jurisdiction there. <laughs> you ain't got jurisdiction. You ain't got jurisdiction. You don't even live here, right? But I was like, you it's, don't it's, even live here. I was like, it's 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 just incredibly accurate because America feels like they have jurisdiction all over the world. They feel entitled to everything in this uh-huh. world. I'm, I got jurisdiction everywhere, but your black ass ain't supposed to be here. Let me yes. show you what this, what this spear gonna do though. <laughs> yes, but, it, but it's the idea of supremacy. You know, right. I, I am a white American man with this big with this big shield that, that someone made from stuff from your country. Country, yes. This y'all, this y'all materials. That I'm carrying with, with the, I don't took from this dead man. And look. but and then I love when she was looking at him like, if you don't get out, she didn't even like it was so dismissive. And I was and so the first thing I thought in my mind, I made notes, I said, This is how incels are created. Cause I never <laughs> what? this is how they're created. Oh my god. <laughs> this is it right here. We're so, watching so that's, it in real time. We're so that's how it. QAnon, that's how QAnon got started. <laughs> this is how they get started right here. The troll, the trolls of the trolls of the trolls. And so she basically, she tells him, you know, you know, we, the Dora Milaje have, you know, jurisdiction anywhere they are. Like we got jurisdiction. When we walk in the room, this is our, this is our land right now, because guess what? This is what we about to do with these spears. So they start fighting. John thinks he's going to go and take, you know, do what he's going to do. When I tell you they kicked this dude ass, they 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 literally speared this dumb dumb to a table. He was so stupid. Sam them tra- said, "Listen, John, best back friend Lamar, y'all don't know them like we do. Do not fight these women. They will murder you." And they just got their asses handed to them in such a beautiful and lovely way. The scene was beautiful. I love the neck work. I love the spears. The, yeah, the I fight said, coordination was the fight. The fight was choreography beautiful. was so good. I, I want to go back real quick to what you just said about how you gonna take what black or what another community made and then and try to and conquer the world with it and say you got jurisdiction. I was like. And I don't know that Disney was going there, but this is where my mind just went when you just said that because I had a you know an epiphany. I'm like, God damn, like, is that not like the Chinese invention of gunpowder and guns and the Jewish invention of Christianity? And you took both that didn't belong to you and used both, yeah. manipulated both to conquer the rest of the world. 
Like, oh, is was that what Disney meant? I don't think that's what they Disney meant, but that's what I took from it. They teach it on today. They teach it on this day. On that right. one on Friday. They teach on Friday. Right. So they're fighting with them, and uh, one of the the so the warriors I said we said that he she threw her spear and John threw John's kind of a part of his uh, costume and spears him to the table so he's stuck, and then she takes his shield from him and hold it like. It, it, she just was so nonchalant about holding that damn spear, the shield. And I was like, Bitch, I'm that is, <laughs> but wasn't that beautiful? Like seeing a black woman hold the Captain America shield. Yeah. I was like, damn, this is so hot right here. Then you had Ayo walk. She entered the chat. She was like, you know what? We are here to get Zemo. Y'all messing with my day. You talking some bullshit, uh, Bucky. We like you like that. We I thought we was friends. We were back in Wakanda together. She did the move from Kill Bill where they did the pressure <laughs> point. I said, the pressure point? I I was like, I he was ready. <laughs> he looked like, oh shit, my arm, my arm could just fall off. <laughs> This I was hollering. I was like, did you know that they could do that? Sam said, did you know they could do that? It was like, no. I saw a a news article that said, uh, somebody said it was disrespectful for the Wakandans to put in a a back door way for them to take the arm back. Like they truly didn't trust Bucky. Some article, I was like, Y'all, these are black people. They saw how y'all treated the rest of the world. I think that's brilliant for them to fucking do that. Are you serious right now? Anyway. Well, and why wouldn't you, and why wouldn't you put a backdoor in? That code? She put that cheat code in. That cheat code right. in. The floor <laughs> she, hey, she put in that up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to my original point. Lucky broke Zemo out of jail knowing what this man did to the country of Wakanda and had no intention of turning this man over to them. After all they did. He had no intention. No, I believe he after he got what he needed, he was gonna turn them over. Bucky the Bucky doesn't have a need for Zemo. He said it was a move to an end. Yes, but he was he wasn't gonna Bucky was never gonna keep keep Zemo. He was always gonna turn him over. No. But Wakanda said, but Wakanda said, you listen, you trying to take two weeks and we got eight hours. So we are right now, we we got this conference call on this Zoom that we're gonna come into and we're gonna go ahead and call a day in this eight hours, period. (laughs) Period. That's on period. So uh so we see that uh poor um so you see Captain America stabbed to a table. The the nice warrior lady did not murder them and she gave the shield back. She was giving the shield back. She was like, here go your, your shield, bitch. That I was mad she, like, she I was mad she gave it back. I was like, you should have kept that shield. Yeah. I wish you would have kept it. I wish you would have really kept it. Um, and then I just said, you know, we see John, you know, completely emasculated. And I, that's what I've said, like, you know. Uh, by a black how, woman. That's how Brian by a black woman, <laughs> by, No, emasculated by, by a black woman who was not a super soldier. Right. She is a, because guess what, John? She is a skilled warrior. You and her aren't even on the same level of fight of fighting abilities. <laughs> so don't, you shouldn't compare yourself to her ever because you'll never be what she is. You know, she's That's- got her magic spear. And I'm like, those spears can do a lot, but it's really at the end of the day, it's like she is a truly trained warrior. Everything on their body mm-hmm. and their in their entire warrior um uh armor is a part of their fighting skill. So like do calm down. So then I'll say, you know, that's when we, that's when I put on there like we saw an incel actually be made in that time. <laughs> and the whole time my favorite my favorite character in the whole damn thing was Zemo over there drinking that tea. Yeah, this has nothing to do with me, and so I'm gonna just exit. That fool, they say, did he just El Chapo? Did he just El Chapo us? That fool yeah. went down the drain. 
It's like, oh, God. So we see John sitting on the floor looking sad. His best black friend had to go help him up. Um, they gave him a little shield back. And we see Zemo has now uh, run away because he knew that they were coming for him. So he's gone. And now they kind of just all in a, in a messed up situation. So then you see Lamar um, and John are kind of at a little table uh, that kind of made you think of when Sam was there with Torres, like they're kind of talking and, you know, talking to each other. You know, he's just trying to, you know, he's, he's a best black friend, Lamar. He's trying to help his friend feel better about himself. So, you know, they, so um, John asked Lamar, would you take the serum? And Lamar was like, bitch, yeah, I'll take it. Give me three or four of them. He was like, we're going to take all of the serum. And he says the same thing. Like, it's just going to make you more yourself. And I'm like, but if you're a bad self, it's going to make you even worse yourself. Like, right. you have to be a good person for it to be a good use. Um, so, you know, he said, well, I'll take it too. And then we kind of hear a little bit about, you know, that, you know, remember that, uh, that John Walker has three medals of honor for saving people's lives in Afghanistan. John says, you know, you know, Lamar was like, guess what? If we had that serum, we could have saved a lot more people lives in Afghanistan. Then John was like, yeah, do you remember what the bad things basically we had to do in Afghanistan? Mm -hmm. So now you kind of unraveling that he probably did some really, really bad things in Afghanistan to maybe Afghani peoples that America saw as something that was great. So we don't know. I don't know what happened. It might've been in the comic book, but it just, you know, that just kind of lets you see kind of, and again, this is how America looks at things versus how everybody else looks at things. And we, we probably gave him three medals for honor and he probably killed a lot of innocent, very innocent Afghanistan people, you know? So it was really terrible. So he's trying to make his friend feel good about himself. And, you know, that kind of cuts out. Then um, we see Car this is that this may have been my second favorite scene. So we see Carly is needing to talk to Sam. So she gets Sarah's number, his sister, the number one, uh, the number one um, front streeter. And she uh, calls her and is basically like, hey, I need you to, I need you to, you know, pass your brother my number because I need to talk to him. Let me slide in them DMs. <laughs> slide them DMs. Um, but she, and she also threatens their family because she, you know, now Sarah knows, like, she's like, I know you, you know, you're a terrorist, you're a terrorist. And Carl's like, it depends on how you, what side you look at it from, which, makes sense you know is she a liberator is she a terrorist you know is she a good person or bad person and carly's basically like you know i thought your brother i believe that your brother is a good person i really thought he was a good person until you know i found out he was working with your new captain america let me tell you what good sister sarah said um on the, value, on the pier she said i didn't choose the new captain america because my world doesn't matter to america so why should i care about this mascot when i tell you i i re, i put that shit on i put that on t-shirt i don't oh, know how to get through I, I, I jumped up on my sofa i jumped up on my sofa and hollered. i was like <laughs> I was like, that's the artwork I need to be be buying because I was like, <laughs> but real, real, real. I was like, that is that's very deep. Like you, America doesn't care about us and our and and how we feel. We see that every day, police in America murder innocent black people that are unarmed. You know, which <laughs> also, which proves that if Disney <laughs> Disney understands that, then everybody understands it. Mm -hmm. So quit I, acting like uh, you're yes. like we're. We should yes. leave, or we disrespected the flag. Y'all clearly understand that perspective, because fucking yes. Donald Duck and Walt Disney and Goofy and Mickey, <laughs> them motherfuckers understand it. <laughs> so my, my next question is: If Disney understands this, why is Disney continuing to film in Georgia? Money, tax breaks. So you know. So yeah. So I mean. So we're just 
Our lives are only money to them. They'll put a price on our but, lives. But also, what's the answer to that? We we also had a conversation earlier about all of our dollars being intertwined with it. Mm-hmm. You're also yeah. going to fire a ton of black people in the film industry if all the film industry in Georgia leaves, because I know a ton of black people in the film industry here. So... And and I, I, you know, so, 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 how, so I ask the question, so how do you feel about the MLB removing this All-Star game from Atlanta? I mean, my, M- my thing is, is that there is Atlanta and there is Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> there is a distinct difference, even it, between, not, I'm not even saying the city of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. There is a distinct difference between Metro Atlanta yes. and Georgia. Or even hell, Savannah. There is a difference between that Georgia. Right. Like there is a difference, and so removing things from the city, which is generating income, and is, the city that got you Joe Biden and two senators, you're punishing the city that gave you the the blueness that you wanted. So it's like Kim saying, I don't know what the answer <laughs> is. Necessarily, and I mean, I guess MLB that's still Cobb, but those revenues would still have been mm-hmm. in Atlanta. And yeah. I don't know the answer, but I don't necessarily think pulling out is the answer. Because I think it's making responsible the companies that are here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you get, or get the companies that are here to increase their money in the in Stacey Abrams efforts or in certain blue politicians um, donations or whatever, whatever, because somebody was like, why don't Tyler Perry move his studio? I'm like, Tyler Perry Perry literally has the largest studio, period. Like you can combine Warner and all these together and a black man owns that. And he put a lot of time and effort into owning that before Brian Kemp and these GOP motherfuckers came in and fucked up everything. So you want him to be like, and he's employing them but black people yeah. to throw all that shit away. Like, yeah. there's another answer or solution. So, yeah. Fortunately, we don't know what it is, but I don't necessarily think that is the answer. Yeah. Econo- I, he, this, this kind of, maybe the answer is not this kind of economic um, holdout. We need to, and I feel like this kind of economic holdout is just temporary. Like there's not a real, it's not a real solution. It's a reaction to, I get right. that, <clears throat> but then how do we, what's the solution? How do we get work together to, to do that? You know, I don't know. And to answer the MLB question, I didn't personally care about the MLB because MLB is white bread as shit. I don't care about Cobb County. Sorry, Cobb County. I don't give a shit about Cobb <laughs> County. And uh, also- Right. Well, we thank you for that. Um, but also, um, yes, it it would have an economic effect, uh, impact, but due to COVID, it wouldn't have the economic impact it would have in, in regular times. So it would have an impact. But if this is regular times, there would be full capacity of every single thing. Every every single person would be traveling. Um, it would be even worse than than right now. So that didn't bother me as much but a lot of these other really black owned businesses and black supported things i think there needs to be another answer and real quick this remind me of the episode of um different world where it was there they the school the supported yeah mm-hmm. the school the was the 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 library and all these things and him and the hbcu was supported by a company that still had um 
investments in apartheid in South Africa. And everybody was like, get rid of them and throw them over. And they were like, so how, what are we going to do with all the shit we had? And again, one of the solutions was force them to invest more money in our shit until, until they can completely pull out of a uh, divest from South Africa, yada, 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 but make them give us more money or whatever, whatever. So, and I guess that's what I was thinking as I was like, well, what would have been a better solution to me? Mm-hmm. A better solution would have been to keep it, but you would have invested in the, the fair fight project. You would invest in um, the ACLU. You would invest right. in those people that are actually fighting the legislation because they need the funds to fight it. Like they need your backing to fight this legislation. Right. Yep. Like, to, like that's really what we need. Like you pulling out isn't really helping. The fight the G- is still gonna continue and they still gonna be broke trying to fight it. Right, and the GOP got money out the anus and always has because of just the businesses, the type of businesses that support Republican uh, candidates and shit like that, so. Yeah. And they weren't the only ones that pulled out like Will Smith is doing a movie called Emancipation right. or something. And so they yeah. pulled the movie. But I'm like, but Will, I want to say Will. It's Will and uh, Fuqua. And, yeah. And, it's a, and it was an Apple. It was Apple. It was an Apple movie. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. TV. But how does that help? What is that helping? Yeah. It's not change. It doesn't change anything. It just takes more revenue from from the city. It doesn't change. I'm like, if if I think about it, like legit. So if you're a company that does support voter rights, um, and it's ridiculous that we, if if for, let's first say it's ridiculous for us even have this conversation in this right now. It's ridiculous. But maybe those companies make sure that your employees have the day that's a paid holiday for voting. Make sure if you Coca Cola. They they have tried to make it illegal to give a person standing in line water. You can pull up. Y'all got trucks. You can pull up and make sure that the people that are standing along lines to vote have water, Coke, Sprite, whatever. Like there's there's so many different ways you could help in the voting effort that just taking money out of the economy is not going to help. Like I'm like, it, it the MLB moving out was a news blip because guess what? Three then there was five more mass shootings. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't. It didn't really. Um, I don't. I don't know what the the real answer is, but I feel like I would like for us to get to. I like for us, whoever these uses are, to get together and really come up with some substantial solutions to said problem. And I mean, and that is changing, flipping, flipping the rest of the county, the counties in Georgia. Because I said, again, we live, we live in Atlanta. And there's a lot of people that come to our city and, and go into that gold dome and vote for white supremacist policy. Right. So we either have to flip those counties, flip those areas, get Brian Kemp out, get Stacey Abrams in and make sure that things are done differently. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't it's know what we got on this topic, but no, I just I just Let's ask, play ball. I, I just ask because I'm, sort of, I'm of the mindset that um, in order to bring about like real change, it's going to take loss and sacrifice. And True. So bad. But okay. But are you gonna be one of I, those people who I, lose I, I, and sacrifice? <laughs> I, again, I mean, and this and this kind of goes back to the um, William O'Neill, um, Fred Hampton deal. So, self preservation. Self preservation versus the overall collective. What did you lose or gain from the MLB pulling out? Well, I mean, I love baseball. 
I would have I would have liked to go into the game. But were yeah, you I, going to the game? Uh, I mean, if tickets were available, I mean, the Braves haven't really opened up their capacity like that. But I would have I would have liked to. Well, whatever you were gonna spend on the ticket to go to the All Star game, just donate that to right. yeah, and, and that's and that's fine. That's fine. I understand. And going back to Hillman College one last time, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is exactly what Whitley Gilbert has said to Julian, because Julian was like, we need to just stop and get out of everything and sacrifice out of the lot. And Whitley Gilbert was like, and what are you sacrificing, Julian? You don't have no scholarship from these people and, and struggling and got two parents working and one on, in disability like Kim, Kimberly Reese did. And she just got a scholarship. She had no other way of paying for college and all these other people. And that's, again, was like, make them give money, make them give more scholarships, make them give more to our library, make them build, you like, whatever, whatever. So like Kim was saying, yeah. All right, shout out to Different World for teaching us about <laughs> I told y'all I'm classes. I'm see, I'm Whitley Gilbert. I mean, yes, you are definitely Whitley Gilbert. <laughs> you are definitely Whitley Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back to the show, so we see that you know, um, Sarah, Sarah, and well, Sarah and Carly honestly are very much of the same mind um, in the way they see them themselves being oppressed and what they you know, and uh, their oppressor, the oppressors are oppressors. Um, then, but you don't threaten people's kids. You don't threaten people's family. At the end of the day, uh, Carly did it to get attention, but she would not have. I don't. I don't believe that she would have actually killed the kids or his or his sister and that. She just did it to do something extreme. Um, she basically tells. Uh, so Sam gives her a call. He tells his sister, you know, go, you know, go hide, you know, take the kids just in case. Um, and then he calls Carly and they get in touch with each other. And Carly's basically like, you either need to join me or you need to let me go. I got shit to do. I got grocery errands to run. Like, I ain't got time for this foolish with you and this new Captain America 2.0 swatch face and his best back friend, Lamar. So, um, uh, so then we, they, they, you know, they're kind of talking and Sam is like, you know what? You threaten my family. Like, we about to come to you. Just stay, stay where you are. We coming to meet you right now. She's like, come along. He was like, I only go nowhere without my winter soldier. So him <laughs> and Bucky, they put their jazz jackets on. They got their they they super, super, superman outfits on. They super soldier and they, they, uh, and we see the Falcon again, which I'm like, damn, we ain't seen the Falcon all that much since the first episode. So I'm just like, right. I'm happy that they're back. Even though Red Wing is not back, it's fine. I know they work. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, so Sharon, so then Sharon lets the guys know, it's like, I've been tracking John Walker. He's on his way to where y'all are meeting right now with Carly. Get ready. Shit about to jump off. So again, for the, this is literally the third time this dumb dumb has messed up, has really taken his player card out and charged to the game because he keeps fucking things up. So we see him bust in there and mess things up again. Him and his best back friend Lamar, they're trying to, you know, beat people up. And this was another t- another fight. And I was like, well, who are the who are the good guys and who are the bad guys? We all fighting each other, though. Nobody have know what's going on. And we see that Lamar um um, gets kind of like taken down and he gets tied up. And then you see Captain America uh, 2.0 has, we see that he's taken the serum. Like he's doing things that the other, the flag smasher doing. I'm like, now you supposed to be regular old John Walker smush face with this shield. Like your super, so your superpower is this fucking shield, dude. Right. Um, and your whiteness. Like that's all the powers you got. So we realize that he's taken taken the super serum soldier, um, super soldier serum, and um, one of the uh, Carly kicks Lamar during this fight and like knocks him into a wall and basically it seems like she breaks his back and his neck, and so our best 
Black friend in the world, Lamar, has now left the Zoom chat. He's dead. He's dead. He's gone. Um, and so we see that he's passed away. You see everybody in the room kind of stops. You see regret on the uh, the flag smasher's face immediately. Everybody kind of is like, oh, shit. Like, are we about to pop off? Bucky already know this fool crazy. Sam know this fool crazy. They don't know how crazy he is. And now, and now they're kind of realizing that he's taking the serum. So he goes up. He jumps out the window. Oh, I didn't. I this is the one part I didn't understand. I didn't uh-huh. because at this point I didn't think that Carly, Carly and them knew that he had taken it. At this point, I didn't understand why they didn't go after him and they just left because she was like, "We're gonna kill Captain America," and he was like, "Right there." And they didn't. Yeah. It didn't seem like they knew he had taken the serum at that point. I don't know. So, well, I can't remember when I realized he had taken. He had bent a whole piece of metal around yeah. this guy. I so saw I that. Who, yeah. I saw that. And I was like, I think one of them. I think that the sexy guy, the new sexy guy, saw that happen, mm-hmm. or it happened to him. Um, maybe, maybe she did. I don't know why they. I think that they. I think that the flag smashers talk a big game, but Carly really is the only one that's willing to. I feel straight up murder, death, kill somebody. So I feel like when she did that to Lamar, she didn't mean to kill him. She maybe really did mean to kill Captain America. And when she saw how he was looking at his best friend being dead, I think maybe she was like, oh, shit, fuck. Let's run. Let's get out of Dodge. Yeah, I don't that's think the only she, thing. she may not have known. Yeah, I don't have, know if they all knew that. I, yeah, don't, I don't think they, they all knew it. They all figured it out. Right. I think it was regret. I think it was regret. No, I think you can see that his fighting. He was taking punches. He was taking punches better than he had done did before in previous fights. That's how I think they knew something was different. So you and, think Carly never well, knew they knew that he was and, Yeah, and Car- I mean Carly uh no she didn't see that scene she didn't see that scene yeah carly i don't think carly knew he had taken it that's why i was just kind of like why didn't they go after him then because they would have thought he was just a regular dude still Uh, i don't know they knew i mean because uh, and and you wouldn't have thought that he would have taken it because no one knew that there was an extra vial right right well carly saw the most matches right She didn't stay around to see him. So I don't know. I just feel, I just thought like, oh shit. Like they really felt like now she's like, oh shit, we killed his best friend. Like let's go, go Power Rangers. Let's get out of here. Let's roll, let's run away. (laughs) And they like run away and we see, you know, um, and it was just like, um, and I like somebody, I don't know if they tweeted it or they, I don't know what it was. They're like, does, does Captain America know there are doors? He literally smashed through so many windows. I'm like, dude, you can, it's a handle. There's a handle on that door. You can use that handle. There's stairs. You can walk out the door. It's so we see, dude, I mean, he has flexed the left and right. I'm like, yeah. you are really breaking a lot of valuable glass here. Calm down. Um, so we see, you know, he's, you know, he's now he is he does snap like Thanos fingers. And just so he jumps out the window and he tackles one of the flag smack, the flag smashers. It's the same uh, uh, guy that was in the graveyard with um, with Carly. They said that he really, you know, ador- uh, he looked up to Captain America, the first Captain America, Steve Rogers, and that his grandpa had uh, fought, fought for the resistance in World War II. And you see that John Walker basically takes the Captain America shield and brings it down on him. I, I don't know. I thought that he, some people say he, that he did it on the, on the guy's chest. In my mind, because of course it is still Disney, they didn't show us how he killed him, but I think he chopped his head off. And you see all these people standing around because this is happening outdoors and they're recording it on their phones. So then that's the title. The whole world is watching. So then he kind of stands up. The shield is covered in blood. You see that there's this man is dead. Captain America 2.0 uh, smush face has killed him. And that's how it ends. And I was like, 
This is America. That is so that is so apropos. All the blood on the symbolism of America. That was such a good word. Apropos. I like it. You know, sometimes I do a little dictionary.com. You know? Okay, all right. I like it. Black people teach black people. See, look, guys, we're going to get our community of black people teach black people first. So, yeah, I was just like, and it just made me think of um, a Childish Gambino song. Like this, this. Oh, yeah. Like, you think America is Steve Rogers. You think that shit is real. No, no. This is what America is really about. This. I remember watching as I was watching this episode and they kept showing the second good, second best looking guy in the world. Is that what you called him? Mm-hmm. The one they kill. And they yeah. kept showing him in a weird way. And I was like, is he like a, a knock or a knock or narc or a spy or something? But mm-hmm. I realized they were just doing it to get you to feel it's sentimental <laughs> about him or something. I was like, oh, because his ass ain't going to. Make it past this episode. That's why. So and that's why Lamar was looking so sexy out in the bedroom, guys, in the street. Nobody saw that but you, man. Guys, <laughs> I'm gonna send you the clip. I'm gonna send it to her performance. Someone said, "What if Captain America finds out Lamar really not dead?" <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> because they, yeah, they did. They did like go back so to him. Up. They did fun. go back to him, and I was like, "Is this motherfucker gonna take a breath or something?" It was really weird how they did go back to him like that. I was like, "This motherfucker ain't even really dead. He didn't chop this man a head off or nothing." Yeah, oh, boy. I'm like, uh, "My bad, guys." <laughs> <laughs> my best black friend Lamar didn't really die. He didn't really Sorry. die. Guys. My bad. <laughs> all I could see was somebody on the next episode saying, "You know, it's all right, Captain America. He just had a bad day." Like what I was mm. like, some fool is going to. I just felt like somebody's going to say, you know, oh, yeah. had a bad day." Yeah, yeah. Pull from he's, the headlines. He's a lone wolf, you know. His, <laughs> his, his, his daddy didn't treat him well as a kid. He thought that so. was the decoy. He thought that was the decoy shield. He didn't think that was a real shield, <laughs> right? <laughs> he thought that was the taser shield. He didn't, taser? he didn't know. He should have complained. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, yes. That's a mess. But that was a good ass episode. Though. That was I, a I very good episode. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we have two more left, two more episodes left in the season. Uh, my husband asked, did he was like, is he worse than um, Homelander? And I Marcus was like, said, yeah, Marcus said he was. I don't know. Homelander is terrible. <laughs> He's real life crazy people. Homelander is this guy plus like, other men like other real mental health issues like he had mommy issues and i don't yeah i think homelander is worse kim you might need to watch the boys because no, we have yeah, okay. i'm like okay <laughs> the boy is good the boys is good, good. Bad to good. Me. Mm-hmm. homelander's bad <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so this was a really good episode um very it was very timely was kind of always timely for black people in America, I guess, um, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, uh, Disney is really going there. Um, and I feel like uh, and it's, it, is it, and I don't know all the people in the background. I heard a couple of interviews um, from still watching, like, is it, are, is this the people of color at Disney pushing them, moving them forward? You know, is it the right. women moving them forward, like in certain, which I think definitely it is, you know, I don't think that, one of the bobs came up with this, you know, con- I think they just said, oh, this sounds good. You're like, oh, one, one of the double Ds. One of the double, double Ds. Still, this, it's still <laughs> being thrown from the comics. It's not like they don't have source material for what they're doing. They do have some source material. But I, but I feel like, yeah, the, not the material necessarily, but 
the how it's being put together and repackaged for a yeah. TV show. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that being yeah. moved for it because I'm like, because they said in, you know, in the comic, Lamar isn't the one that dies. You know, it's uh, John Walker's mom and dad that dies. So they're, the, the subtle changes that they're making it, making to the content for it to be. Yeah. Today's material. No, I, mean, what I'm and Stan, I mean, like Stan Lee was a, he was like ahead of his time as far as like <clears throat> pushing like uh, minority people of color heroes. But like, there's even undertones in this in the show. Like, they didn't have to include Isaiah. Um, Zemo, Zemo talk about supremacy. They didn't have to include that. That that's the writers in the room including that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, or, and, or Sarah going, uh, you know, America doesn't care about my world. Why should I care exactly. about their mascots? Exactly. Well, maybe we should look at those seven minutes worth of credits and see who all the writers are. Yeah, I'm going to go back. It's, it, it's so many credits. It's so many. <laughs> um, still watching uh, with uh, Joanna Robbins, uh, with Joanna, they, um, she, I forget, she had one of the main, one of the main showrunners. Um, that came and talked and uh, I don't know I think he is a person of color I don't know if he's a black man but he was just talking about like you have to understand like the how Ryan Coogler looks at things how I look at things are so different than what everybody how everybody else looks at them so that's that's what made it made me kind of think I'm like okay so it's our, it's us telling our stories through this medium in a way that we have to push them forward use that company that is maybe it doing doing work in Georgia even though we don't want them to do work in Georgia to now have a let's see the bigger picture, you know, not just this voting law, but how can we influence the culture to make sure that the, we don't ever have to have this conversation again? I think that's what's so interesting about it. Make them influence the the law at the federal level, because that's still on the table. Yes. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I need uh, I need uh, ch- um, champ and major, you know, to, to get together with GLM and they need to come up with some things down there at the Congress. So that's the things that we need to be working on. Like, let's make, oh, they, oh, y'all, my friend Joe and Jill sent my check through. Oh, y'all so happy last week. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I know. Joe showed up. Um, my husband was like, I think yo, check it. I was like, oh, my Joe Biden check here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Joe. Joe and Jill, they said, they said, you know, we got, girl, we got you. We're going to do this Easter real quick. We're going to go to the mask real quick. We're going to send your check off. So, and I was like, I appreciate it. Right. <laughs> appreciate you. Um, so, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, this was a good episode. I enjoyed our conversation on all levels. It was, it, this, this was um, much needed. Yeah. Yeah. Is that show about Malcolm Spellman? That, was that you talking about? I think it was Malcolm. Yeah, he. he uh, it was a good interview, um, Joanna. Uh, when she did person of color, but I guess he is black. Okay, I just I just listened to the. It was just a, it was a good interview, uh, and she you know she vote. I mean not vote. Vanity Fair of course has the end with whoever they want to talk to. Like they don't you don't turn down Vanity Fair when you want to have a conversation. So it seems like Joanna is. Uh, she gets those really good interviews, and of course I met her Game of Thrones. Um, but she is they they're really doing some good interviews. And I think they drop on, I want to say Saturday, like Friday night or Saturday. So they're ready to go. Uh, but because they can do the, the interviews, they probably did these interviews months and months ago. Mm, so right. they're ready, you know, they're ready to go with the different uh, people. Um, they had some of the, the writers. Uh, so it's, I would say definitely check out um, Still Watching. Uh, it's Vanity Fair, but it's, uh, you can get on, um, it kind of give you a good background on the comic books. You, she has one person that really knows the comic world and another person that kind of is learned, he knows the Disney world and how everything uh, ties in. And of course, so they, they can they can call up 
you know, hey, I'm busy. You know, I want to talk to you. Get on the phone. Right. They got, they got, they got, they got the swag like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good, but I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested to see where these last two episodes go. They keep saying that episode five is one of the most emotional episodes, period, like of TV. So I don't know where we going. Um, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'm just saying what the people. I'm just saying what that man said. He was like, "Y'all." The man said, "He now he worked there. He worked with the good folks." Mm. He just said, "Y'all get ready." He was just like, "You need to understand. Episode five is like a game changer." So I don't know. I mean, is it hold the door? Is it hard home? Is it that? Is it? The first episode, like Game of Thrones, because if you don't reach those levels, like you know, Game of Thrones traumatized people. Like yeah, that whole yeah. the door had me crying. Wait, it traumatized the four people talking right now. So shit, I know. It's like if you ain't on the tra- if you ain't on the traumatic level, then I'm just gonna yeah. be like, eh, it wasn't traumatic enough. It wasn't Hodor. So, it, but it'll take Joanna. It will take Joanna seeing it to tell us because she knows that world so that True. world so well yeah, but she's i just said they just keep saying they they said that from the very beginning all the anybody that talked to people over at disney were like episode five get get just get your shit ready because it's about to blow your mind so mm. i don't okay I, no i'm i want what's that old man name i want him to come back what old man uh, isaiah yeah, I want Isaiah to come in there and he's gonna take that shield and i'll be well, like what they I did is that we are going to get uh, a cameo or someone from the MCU is going to come. Marcus got a fresh haircut. Just distracting me with the waves. Sorry, got distracted. <laughs> he, he got his uh, uh, his honeymoon waves in. <laughs> CC. But, um, there is going to be someone who is going to be in this episode that we are really going to be excited to see. Um, yeah. So I don't. They never. I don't know who it's going to be. But I don't know. They did, they they set me up. Disney, they set me up with that shit. When did they? Wanda. I'm like, when did they film? Could it be Chadwick? Like, when did they film this? It's not Chadwick. He said, okay, Chadwick is not. He won't ever be shown on screen. Oh, this okay, is what okay. he said. This is what the man said. The man is up here. He deal with all yeah, the shows Mikey, in the movies. Mikey. He said that let Chadwick go. Let him. He said because Chad, Chadwick Boseman is so important to Brian uh, Coogler that that he, he is protected on a whole different level of like. We're not going to. You won't even see a digital, from my understanding mm-hmm. of him. Yeah. So I was like, so I, I don't know who it is, but you know they get that shit to me with Wandavision, and I was thinking it's gonna be girl. We we was thinking it was gonna be somebody major, big. It wasn't. So I don't know. <laughs> okay, I didn't see Wandavision, so I don't know. Okay. Oh, okay, Wandavision good as fuck though. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I'm excited, but they they just I just say guys, get ready for, for, for if you watch it on Friday or Saturday, just get ready for episode five. They say it's gonna be a pretty serious, pretty heavy episode. Okay. Take your Xanax. Get you some sun. <laughs> Do some self-care. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I hope it's not on. It can be. I hope it's like Battle of the Bastards. But I don't want it to be hard home or hold the door. I don't think I can handle that shit. Please don't. I, I feel like this whole week has been hold the door. Like, I just... <laughs> We've been holding the door for a year now. And did y'all see that George signed some new deal with HBO with so many... I was like, if you don't sit your ass down, somebody was like, we need to send Kathy Bates up there. If you need somebody to make somebody finish a book, send Kathy Bates' ass from Misery. She'll make his ass finish them. She's going to make them into making it. Right. <laughs> them people mad about that book. I gave up. I mean, y'all can give up on that shit. He ain't, they ain't going to be dead if we write that book. <sighs> anyway. I can't worry about it. I just need Patrick Rothfuss to drop Doors and Steels. I can be on my uh, the end uh, uh, my book series. I need that to happen. 
So calling it a day. So yeah, guys, it's it's crazy. Um, shout out to oh, uh, R.I.P. D.M.X. that we lost yes. um last week. That was I, I felt I knew come. I was like, I don't think he's gonna last very long. The way they were talking. So you know what? Um, he can now rest. You know, I feel I feel for his family, sitting positive thoughts in him, but now he can rest. He can be at peace. Um, but that was a sad. That was a sad death. To, to have happen and like all last week everywhere i was driving like everybody was dm i mean every, everywhere you if you saw a car with like black people it was like dmx blast i was blasting too i was going i was mm-hmm. going all out because every radio station was playing everything so it was nice it was nice and like i was like i know a lot of dmx songs oh my god he's had oh. so many he has so many hits man right. when you li- when you live in it you don't pay that like, that kind of attention to it like when you grew up in the 90s and that's like right. a regular world like okay it's Everybody was laughing about how the world was just distraught over DMX and nobody gave a fuck about Prince Philip. Prince Philip died too. Died. <laughs> he had died weeks ago. <laughs> SNL did a skit on it, I think, too. Huh? SNL kind of did a skit on that, too. Uh, whatchamacallit over at the Reed was like, I, I could have sworn Prince Philip died in like 1955. That may have been dead since 1994. So that man looked like a straight zombie. He looked like the Walking Dead. Like, I was yeah. like, look, like a walker. Like, you need to let him, y'all, please just let him go to rest. Like, I feel like y'all just let certain people rest because he, I think, wanted to get out of here. He was tired. Yeah. So, yeah, but RIP, um, uh, DMX, you know? So, uh, what else? I think that's pretty much it, guys. I don't have any, re- I have no recommendations. I tried, I watched the first episode of Georgia and Jenny. Jenny and, did I say that right? Jenny and Georgia? Jenny and Georgia. <laughs> I, now they, the, the, the mama's uh, accent is something I just can't, it's taking me out. I, she, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna keep up, but she's really taking me out. Now, I like the accent and I'm, you know where I'm from. Like it, it reminded me of a good old Bama accents. <laughs> oh, okay. So I don't know Bama accents. My ears isn't attuned to Bama accents as much. Oh, well, yeah. she's making me irritated, highly irritated. Yeah, discombobulated, irritated. So, Shaz Georgia Jenny. Um, what else? The reg- the uh, irregulars are on Netflix. That's kind of good. We're gonna watch uh, the what is it called? Mimi, the brutes on HBO Max. Oh, uh, exterminate all the brutes. Exterminate all the brutes. Um, I heard that Hulu has a documentary about WeWork. Girl, don't. Is don't. it good? No. Don't, don't watch it. It's the same old, same old. It's a fire festival. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you know, uh, yesterday I was driving downtown and I was on Centennial and I look up and I'm like, oh, they're building a new building here. So the skyline looks different. I haven't been down in a while. And I saw the big we, it said, it was supposed to say we work, but it just said work on it. So I don't know if they t- it was taking the we down. <laughs> I, don't know. I was like, oh no, I don't know what's happening with this big building, but mm-hmm. it just got work on it, but it don't have a we part on it. So I don't know what's going up there. Mm-hmm. I'll let y'all know that. Uh, what else? Oh, I can, I'll help y'all with a book review. Black, White, and Gray, written by Mashana, uh, Mash- Mashama Bailey, and she is the head chef and owner of the Gray Restaurant in Savannah, Georgia. It is, uh, um, she is a Black uh, uh, chef who opened a restaurant in Savannah, but it's in the, for colors only, Greyhound bus station side. Um, and I can never get a reservation when I go because it's already bo- always booked. But the next time I go, I'm going to book three weeks, four weeks out if I have to, but I'm going. I just got her books as a gift. So I'm excited. I'll let you guys know how, if it's good or not. 
food and racism. Racism. <laughs> food and racism. Yeah. I just want to eat fried chicken in peace. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, you can on our um, on our black people commune. <laughs> when we have it you're going to have juicy crabs you're going to have fried chicken and peas <laughs> I will make this happen for you I promise I just want to eat my fried chicken in peace in peace <laughs> one day one day babes one day well that's all we got guys um, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Four Layer Takes please hit us up on all the social media platforms um, the number four uh, layer takes on Twitter um, I don't think we do a lot of uh, communicating with people on Twitter so hit us up if you have some questions if you have some things to say let us know how you're enjoying the podcast and the show hit us up on Facebook um, Instagram and we would love to hear from you and we will talk to you guys later bye bye Peace. Who is this? <laughs> hey.